welcome back to another episode of Going Through the Motions with me, Callum. And me, Alex. How's it going, guys? The podcasting equivalent of, um... Alex? (laughs) (laughs) The podcasting equivalent of doing it... That's it. Yeah, that's it. Just leave it there. (laughs) Of doing it on the fly and shortchanging your audience with four weeks exactly. straight of half-length episodes. <laughs> what I'll do is I'll put a pin. I know, right? I'll put a pin in it here. Every I know almost everything we are shortchanging the audience on, from the funny little quips to the complete sentences to the hour and a half long or whatever the hell we used to do before. Yeah. Now it's concise. It's short. We're going for the sprint methodology. How have you been since the last time we recorded? Oh, no, wait, that was last night. It was last night. Last night when we recorded twice. Oh, God, yeah. Because we had a bit of a mare. Absolutely. Which listeners of the previous episode will have uh, heard about in great detail. Or maybe not Mm. not detail, but referenced constantly. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. yeah, Well, exactly. They they won't have experienced it in the same way that we have. When we tried to emulate it in some way, shape, or form, but, God, you had to be there, man. You had to be. Yeah, and and believe believe us, we are trying hard to get this. Yeah. We had very few windows in which to record these things. (laughs) We really did, didn't we? We do it for you, our, our our loyal fan base. I've had to leave a barbecue very early this evening, and I'll be honest, I'm half cut. I'll be fair <laughs> so enough. This, so, and, and not only that, I've challenged myself the challenge of all challenges, which is the Shrek Two soundtrack Absolutely. from memory. Oh yeah, so, I mean, you set the bar high. You hyped it up yet? Yeah, you hyped it up in the previous mm. episode. I was going to say yesterday, but maybe no. But, be, <laughs> but I have to remember that a week has passed since the last exactly. episode. A week has passed. But I talked about our loyal and loving fan base. And I'm mm-hmm. here to tell you mm-hmm. that we got an email. Oh, fantastic. Go for we it. Got, we got an email from one of said loyal fans. And I should mm-hmm. point out that we get we get a lot of these. Yeah, but we, this we do one, get a lot of these, the... but this, this one is special. And I wanted to read it out at the beginning of the podcast. Okay. Okay. And it's from Ahmed Odraogo. Okay, excellent. Ahmed so he's Odrago. now he has put a couple of uh, a couple of emails through, and yeah, usually they're has, usually they're I, a bit. I, of a... I am gonna I am gonna read it out. Has he gone and lost his bloody father's money again? Oh well, I'll tell you. <sighs> I'll tell you, dear friend. He says yes. Yeah. Uh, well, for a start, Ahmed, there are there are two of us. I know we have the same yeah. accent. Well, it's, but, you know, yeah, it's, 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 it's neither here nor there. I know that this mail will come to you as a surprise, as we have never met before. But need not to worry as I am contacting you independently of my investigation and no one is informed of this communication. So, oh, well, that's good. And, it's and very you know good. And I, I appreciate, I, but, I appreciate but it. But this is something it. that I've always considered with Ahmed is that he is a very sensitive individual and he respects that, that sort of, yeah. Anyway, absolutely, absolutely. I need your urgent assistance in transferring okay. the sum of $11.3 million immediately <sighs> to your private account. And as you can imagine, listeners... We, we we read this and we thought, ho-hum, it's time to buy some new microphones. I know, I know, but you know what I mean? Who else but Ackman, I know, right? I know, he's, 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 trying to, he's trying to, like, just put his loose change on us all the time. Right. It's getting tiresome. We're like, stop for the Lamborghini. Yeah, he, he continues, he continues. He says, the money has been here in our bank, lying dormant for years now without anyone coming for the claim of it. Well, it's clutter, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's classic. Ackerman. Absolutely. He never cleaned up anything. No, 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 no. I want to release the money to you 
as the relative to our deceased customer, open brackets, the account owner, close brackets, who died al Wait, along not with the her... account owner. Yeah, no, the account owner died. Oh, yeah, I know, it, it's really very sad. And he died along with his supposed next of kin since 16th October 2005. And we didn't hear about no, this. 15 years. It's ridiculous. Come on, Ahmed. Clumsy too. The the banking laws here does not allow such money to stay more than 15 years. So he's really like under the cost here. Like, yeah, he, like time and, is, you know, time is not on his side. And he says, because the money will be recalled to the bank treasury account as unclaimed funds. And that's that's just tragic. You don't want to Classic see... Classic government. I Do you know, know what I mean? I know. You know what next? You know, they'll take the shirt off your back. Freedom. They'll take yeah, the, exactly. the shirt off your back and the $11.3 million out your pocket. Right. By indicating your interest, I will send you the full details on how the business will be executed. Please respond urgently and delete if you are not interested. Best regards, Ahmed Odraugu. Now, please, please tell me you didn't delete instantly because you know Ackman. He's a long-term listener of the show. He's often he's often writing in for us to do Dirty Dancing as a special episode. And I'm and I, I'm sorry, Ackman. You know we will get around to it eventually. No, yeah, hundred percent. But what I will say is we we don't we don't we don't usually respond to emails. However, if you send an email and you included like a review of the podcast, for example, and then say mm. that you did this. In the iTunes mm. app, which of course you can do everything in app. I don't mm. know if uh, we've mentioned on the podcast before. No, no, you did something right. But there, unfortunately, yeah. Ahmed did not, so that will be going in the bin. Oh, I'm, I'm afraid, Ahmed. Ahmed that's so uh, close. We, we have to draw the line somewhere. We can't respond to anyone, but we responded to you by saying, "Next time you write to us, talk to, you know, say if you liked what you heard." Let's yeah, just leave it yeah. at that. Now, Alex, there is a welcome return for a segment of this podcast Ooh. that I'm delighted to bring back to you. Is it shit and what we is, see on the tube? It is shit what we see oh, on the tube. Excellent. I love We've shit what shit we, we see on the tube. The tube. We've shit what we see on the tube. So we, we, need a, we need some sort of like quip or some sort of like da 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 shit what we see on the tube. Something like that. Some sort of like. I mean, intro. I think you nailed it. Sort of. I think. Yeah, okay. First cool. time. We're going to have to. Shit, 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 what we see. I'm going to have to think about that one. God, I'm going to, that was going to be my nightmares forever. Yeah. So uh, in London, um, people are now slowly starting to come back onto the tube and, and it's mandated that you must wear a mask. Yeah, Very sensible advice. And I was shocked and appalled when I got onto the tube one Tuesday evening after um, a long day of work in the city to realize that actually uh, the woman opposite me was in fact wearing a mask, but she was only going and doing it bloody wrong, wasn't she? What? The whole thing, goodness, it was directly underneath her chin. Oh, so not even the mask. I was going to say I've I've seen a lot of under nose masks. Oh, no, I've seen no, a lot of, of under nose masks, but you're you're saying that it, it didn't cover anything. Of course. Now it is fifty percent less effective. Oh, that's right, fifty five zero less percent effective when you don't cover your nose ladies and gentlemen mm -hmm, mm -hmm. now can you tell me how much less effective it is if it doesn't cover your mouth either i would go so far as to say a hundred percent callum and that is exactly what i said to her as i got off the tube well i'm done. sorry but there is that you know i and i don't you know what i'm happy to be the karen in this situation or the brad as it's known for a male version of the oh karen. is it i just yeah, thought everyone was karen no, no, I was, I was the Karen in this situation, um, and I, I could, I, I must, you know, 
it, it was just like, you're so close. You have it round both ears. Mm-hmm, You've mm-hmm. clearly taken it out of wherever it was you were storing it because it was not a typical mask. Like this was a bespoke mask mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. this woman quite clearly had either been gifted or purchased. And I'm sure she welled up at the fact that being able to get this beautiful gift. And oh, that's absolutely lovely. Do you know what I'd love to do? I'd love to wear underneath my fucking chin on the Piccadilly line. Couldn't believe it. So I had to say something. Uh, ran away, realized she was getting off at the same stop as me. So right. I had to run up the scares and scour away into an alley like the rat I am. <laughs> you, you do have quite a scurry on you. I've always said that. I do. Yeah, I do. And I was in flip-flops as well, so I clopped away into the distance. Yeah. Fabulous. Apparently, we, we, we have a theme to this podcast. Apparently, we have that a job to do. Right. Yeah. What is that? What are we, Callum? We are a music and movies podcast. And each week, we take a little bit of time out of our busy schedules to discuss music and movies of some of our more favorite music and movies that have ever existed. Uh, now, the last couple of episodes that we've been doing have been summer specials. And the reason they've been doing that is because Alex and I have been taking some much-deserved leave yeah and in place of the standard uh podcasting um i guess uh reviews and performances that we've been throwing on we actually have left you very much short change with an episode uh per no movie per episode <laughs> I was so one movie per episode that's right now this is the second part to a two-parter what we started only yesterday yep, yep, yep. but it was a stroke of genius from uh, from Alex and that was Shrek 1 and Matrix Reloaded. Absolutely. Wait, hang on. No. Oh, Wait, hang on. Hang <laughs> so, on. This evening, we are coming to a film that I've often quipped and joked about but in actual fact, I thoroughly enjoy it. I, I and I listened to the po- I listened to the the soundtrack for this uh, for this film uh, on my commute in today, and I was bouncing my bum around in my little bike seat. Let me tell you that for free, because there are so many fantastic songs, and how they are used are so brilliant. Do we think on this podcast that Shrek Two might be one of the best compilation movie soundtracks out there? So I think it might be. I think it might be. It might be one of the best compilations, but do you know why it's also completely unique? It's because it's almost all covers. What did you drop? Oh, What did you just knock over? A pen. Oh, I thought it was your lip lip varnish. Okay, that's fine. Okay. No, it sounded so funny. Very good. It is, is, as you say, though, it's probably without doubt... One of the best compilations. But as I said, it's all covers. I mean, almost all covers if really? you think about it. And if you go through it, yeah, go through it. Well, you've got it. I don't have it. There's a couple of original songs. So there's obviously the Lip Sync and the Counting Crows and the Eels. But then there's some of the more famous songs or some of the more songs that are typically recognizable are actually covers. Interesting. Hmm. But I'm going to start us off because how we've been doing the last one is I think how we'll continue with this one, which is I'll, from memory, try and go through all of them. Oh, loving that. Which is a dangerous game to play, but a game nonetheless. And, of course, we start with the wonderful, the absolutely fabulous Accidentally in Love by The Counting Crows. 
I love it. Now I'm I'm we're right out of the gate on my favorite song on the on the soundtrack. It's just fantastic. It's just so good because you because you have the this amazing montage of I wonder what you know Shrek and Fiona have been up to. Obviously, because we introduced Prince Charming at the start, yep, and yep, you yep. say where is Fiona? And we go, oh, no, she's away in her happily ever after with who? So she's a great said, opening, isn't the it? Problem, baby, and 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 the lyrics are amazing. You know, accidentally in love they are, and come on, come on turn a little faster, jump a little high. It, it's, it, and obviously then you're getting all the spoofs of all the amazing films out there. Yeah. Uh, a, a personal favorite is the bit with the ring. You know, when she throws the, they cast the, the wedding ring or the engagement ring up into the air yeah, yeah. and it lands on her finger, um, Fellowship of the Ring style. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. It, Love it. It's a weird, it's a weird music video for this song. Have you, have you seen the music video for the, the actual music video for the song features a weird animate computer animated rabbit in the real world as the singer. But I think it's a, it's, it's with the real singer of counting crows facial features. Is that right? So it's really weird. Well, I would go and sit and watch it now, but we don't have any bloody time we don't. to do that. But we that's don't. a funny do thing that. to do. Would do you recommend? Later. I would recommend. I would recommend. Okay. Was it a good music video? I love a good music video. We need to do one of those one day, eh? Or just, Our just favorite the two of us. music videos. Oh. No, no. Oh, no I thought I might make one. Oh, make a music make video. A music Christ. Video. I, can barely, I could barely make a bed. But other than <laughs> a fucking music video. Fair enough. But the, the, the counter goes, just to finish it, I mean... It really is just, if you listen to this song and you watch, you're like, this is it. Like, this is Shrek. This is what yeah. you go to see, isn't 100%. it? You've got all the characters. You've got Fiona. You've got the ogre. It's just an amazing opening. And for lack of a better phrase, you know, it's kind of like it's tied up. It's like it's it's the end of the first one. Mm-hmm. And we get back to the swamp, and then we have the next inclusion, which is La Freak Says Chic, which is what Donkey's listening mm-hmm. to whilst they're away in their honeymoon. Yeah, nice one. I always love that song, Le Freak Says Chic. Mm-hmm. There's an incredible cover of Le Freak Says Chic by the National Ukulele Orchestra of Great Britain. Highly encourage anyone to go and listen to that. Oh, that'll be, I really, really that, like that, it. Yeah. That'll be something I'll be Googling after the podcast. Uh, and then we get on to... So they're going to far, far away land, or is it never, never? What is it? Far, far away. Far, far land. away, yeah. And I believe it's when they're arriving. It's Funky Town. Yes. Now it's Funky Town because the name of the band is a weird one. Oh, it's Lips Inc. Isn't oh, very it? Very good. Lips Inc. Very good. Now the reason that I know this as well is as music and movie aficionados like ourselves, uh, Lips Inc. and Funky Town actually ap- appeared in a very famous episode of Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, really? And if you remember this one, it was the famous episode where Dewey, the youngest of the Malcolm in the Middle kids, the Mil- the, <laughs> the Mil- Malcolm in the, the Middle Milkles. family. Malcolm in the Middle is the surname. That's what people don't Mr. get. That's the subtext exactly. of the show. That was the, that was it. exactly. <laughs> Mr. Malcolm in the Middle was dancing in the street because Dewey Malcolm in the Middle had scored a goal or something. I can't remember. But there's a very famous sequence where Brian Cranston as Hal Malcolm in the Middle, as his mm-hmm, full name mm-hmm. is on his birth certificate, is dancing to Lip Sync Funky Town. And I, you will remember it. You'll see it. It's a very famous dance move where he kind of creatively breaks yeah. out. And I'm very certain that that was one of the many other like so that specific scene 
with funky tone dancing and then some other mannerisms that he has throughout Malcolm in the Middle was what got him the role as um, Walter White in Breaking Bad. Oh, really? Mm. So yeah, an interesting Very little good. tidbit. I like that. I do. I do love funky tone. I love all the little Hollywood jokes that are thrown mm. into the sequence. My my particular favorite is oh, that's not even the scene. I was gonna do. I was gonna say the Starbucks joke. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's in that, uh, changes. That's later. That's much much that's in changes. Yeah. Oh no but no the... not change no not changes. That's in um, I need a hero when oh Mon- when Mongo's going down the boulevard. Oh okay. Well, I mean, Funky Town as a song is it's a brilliant techno one with car horns throughout it, and it's won't you take me to Funky Town? And obviously the kind well, it's of disco in it. It's disco-y and you're seeing like I guess like LA for for lack of a better word yeah. and, and and you know and, and and which is far far away land. I think it's fantastic. I think it's so cool. I think it's so creative. I think it's a great choice of song. And I, again, to back up the phrase that you said at the start of the best compilation album, so much thought has gone into this album. So you can tell whoever had went, I want these specific songs for these specific scenes. So much thought. They didn't just throw any old song into some of these scenes. And you you know some of the more important scenes coming up with the songs, you know, I Need a Hero, for example, where they used such an... Impo- like, it was so deliberate and mm-hmm. it, it was so effective. Now, what's the next one? After Funky Town. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. So I believe after I that... I think I know what it is. To, I, I believe after that we're introduced to the fairy godmother. Yeah. Now, the fairy godmother, played by the wonderful Jennifer Saunders, is uh, sings a song that basically uh, is to entice Princess Fiona to abdicate Shrek and her love and marry Prince Charming, which is her son. Mm-hmm. And there's a really, really great song. And the song is, I think it's called just the fairy godmother song. Is, that is exactly what it's called. It's called the fairy godmother. But it's, it's kind of... Um, it's very twinkly and sparkly, and then it has a nice pumping bass to it. But I had a thought when I listened to this not too long ago that this song is directly ripping off uh, another song called Well Did You Ever, which is by Frank Sinatra and Bing Cosby. Really? Was so that in a movie? To the song, yeah. It's, well, no, I don't think it was from a movie, but it's a, it's a famous song. So if you listen to it, so particularly the the style of a song and i would need to play them to you back to back but listeners i implore you to listen to well did you ever and there's also a a a john oh i want to say john oh i forget his name but it's robbie williams and uh it was from his album uh swing when you're winning which i love that album was great yeah absolutely great great album and so well did you ever um, I can't remember what year it was from, but I believe that is a direct ripoff, and the Fairy Godmother song is a direct ripoff of that very famous, I guess, ballroom esque dance song, jazzy sort of number. Yeah. Um, but yeah, great song, no, really fun and cool. It's really, really it? funny. It's also obviously she brings all of the furniture to life. Yes, yeah, she? your furniture friends, and then it kind of gets it gets. There's a she sings very fast, and then when she sings fast, there's a lot of adult jokes that there are nestled in there. There are, it's, it's great. great and again, it? it's one of those things where it's clearly taking the piss out of Disney because what? When, when does furniture come to life? Is it Cinderella? Is uh, it Cinderella? It's sleeping. It's um, uh, um, Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. 
Yes, you're absolutely right. It is, it is Beauty and the Beast. And I love I love later in the movie when with a chest of drawers is like a bouncer and he stops Shrek getting out of the room and he goes, you want to dance, pretty boy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's really exactly. funny. <laughs> it's I love good. that. <laughs> what of the furniture would beat up all the other furniture? If you look around, what, what's the hardest bit of furniture no, in your flat? The hardest bit, if I'm just looking I've around. Got a gray, I've got a grey sofa in this lounge and it would kick the shit out of that table over there if they came to life. Well, I mean, sofas are quite, you know, comfy and kind of podgy like you yeah know. but it's quite like it's quite got a low center of gravity i'm on a blue sofa that's probably looking quite mean and intimidating yeah i mean i don't know i've got a bookcase in the corner but that would fold like a wet pack of fags you know if that went I, fight. <laughs> I reckon it's this it's, it's my dining room table actually this big wooden wooden table i reckon yeah your dining room table looks like an absolute psycho mate yeah, if that came to psycho. life <laughs> that would absolute be psycho. <laughs> give me your children <laughs> that's what it would show yeah um, Varnish cool. has got markings all over it. I think he got it in prison. Ask me where that scar is from. I did time. I did time in B and Q. I was on Gumtree. Tore me apart. Quite literally, I had to get stacked. Oh, Are we done? Any more? Yeah, I think that's plenty. Uh, oh, <laughs> my days. Um, collapsing deck chair. I don't know. I don't know. I just, <laughs> funnily enough, I don't have a collapsing deck chair in my flat. You know, in my second uh, floor London flat. No, I don't. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. What's the next song? Kick, but you got a table that would kick five shades of shit out of everything else. I mean, I, yeah, so. I'd put money on that. <laughs> so the next song is. Uh, I think it's in the same room or a similar room in the castle. It is very famous. I need some sleep. And we mm-hmm. talked about this one in the last one, which was the Eels. Now, the Eels are, I guess, the house band for Shrek because they're the so. only band that play in both films. And I don't think they play in the other ones. And we're not, typically, we're not reviewing the others because I can't really remember them. They're <laughs> really not very good. I remember no. quite a lot of three because three is genuinely dreadful. Four. I will say I have a spot, a spot soft. Oh, it's because it's, got, it's got the immigrant it. song. It's got the immigrant song in it, doesn't it? For oh yeah, I'd forgotten that. That's not why though. Mm. I genuinely just remember. I've only seen it the once. I went to see it in cinema, and I only saw it the once. And I actually went. You know what? That was a lot better than three, but yeah. still, yeah, three very much, very much felt. worse than two. But we have. I need some sleep, which is a beautiful song and it's beautiful because obviously it's a you know it's a kind of pseudo lullaby of shrek who can't sleep but he needs sleep and there's a lot on his mind that's a a lot of really deep subtext there exactly (laughs) i I, and that's i go back to it and obviously the, the songs are the songs are almost too on the nose not to be classed as just such such good songs yeah and such clever choices of song to use yeah there is a the certain film. there's there's a definite feel to all of these songs and i said it when we talked about shrek one as well it's that homemade feel but between last week and this week when we were talking about it because it has been a whole week that has gone by since mm. uh, since we talked about shrek one mm. i i i thought that the the track choices the song choices for the shrek franchise could be interchanged quite effortless effortlessly with mm. the song choices featured in scrubs okay 
I can't get to sleep. I need some I just think that all of the choices come from the in. same kind of vibe. Have you been watching Scrubs recently? Is that where it's come from? Relatively recently. <laughs> but, but like, see, my, my, my sitcom game is watch mm. all of Friends, and then by the time you get to the end of Friends, you watch all of Scrubs, and then mm. by the time you get to all the end of Scrubs, you're back to Friends again. So it's Friends and Scrubs, Friends and Scrubs for me. Mine's just Scrubs because Friends are a bag of dicks. I hate it. Fair enough. I really. I'm, I, I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna argue. I'm not gonna argue that point with you. Like, Probably one of the biggest cultural. Fun. One of the biggest cultural sitcom phenomenons of all time. And I'm like, nah, not really me. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but Scrubs is amazing. And uh, and there is some... just in case any listeners were wondering, no, that doesn't mean I watch season nine. Season nine oh, doesn't exist. I don't when... care. Like I, I love Dave Franco, but mm. that's it. Everything else about that series sucks. Scrubs ended now, at eight. From a music and movie perspective, for Scrubs as well, or TV show perspective, that is the there was the notable change was when they went from that eight season formula of the sped up version of Laszlo Bain's Superman, yep. and it was performed by a new band called W A Z or Waz as I call it, and they were the ones that did the soundtrack or the same song Superman for season nine, and I firmly believe that that was one of the reasons for its downfall. I mean, why would you change that? Why would I didn't even know that? they what did. Did they? Yeah, yeah. Watch season nine. It's a new band to. that do the same song. Oh, I, I, I really will have to. But on to your point, in the Scrubs. I mean, Scrubs had some of the most famous inclusion of song. You know, you had "Winter" by Thomas Otten. Uh, was it Thomas Otten? I think it was who did the song "Winter," which was "My Funeral," where obviously we yeah. sadly realised that uh, Brendan Fraser's character passed away. And that beautiful song in the in the 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 graveyard the fray how to save your life yep. made a, a you know the fray made it big because of scrubs but um, that well that was an in joke though that that mm. was that was a spoof of gray's anatomy because the fray how to save a life was at the time featured in a very famous episode of gray's anatomy so it was actually gray's and gray's anatomy that really, oh, was it really? that really did it for it. Did it for the free. Very, and that scene was very dark, though, in in Scrubs, and very just honestly emotional. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. It's just Scrubs take the Mickey out of Grey's Anatomy a lot, mm. and just on that level, I can't. I can't just unassume that they're unrelated. The obviously we the elephant in the room with Scrubs is my musical. Which love it. I, I I mean that's almost an episode in itself, and I'm sure we'll get to it one day. But that is an incredible piece of work. It really <laughs> that, is. That, what is it? Twenty minutes of TV, something less yeah. than. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, man. Anyway, Shrek Two. Yeah. Apparently. Uh, I know. So this is where it gets difficult for me because I can't think what the next one is. So we've had. I need some sleep. He then goes, oh, I know what it will be. So they go away, Shrek and Donkey go away into the forest and they are introduced to the wonderful Antonio Banderas as Puss in Boots. Mm-hmm. Absolutely great inspired. Great piece of casting. Cre- I know, oh, a great so piece, inspired piece of casting and inspired having him as a Spanish character. And it's it's fantastic, isn't yeah. it? It's so good. Well, I mean, it's it, it's derivative of his role. It's, it's Zorro. Zorro, it's, of course it's, it's Zorro. Zorro. It's, That's exactly. what they did. They went, all right, yeah. Zorro's a cat, Puss in Boots, let's do it. Yeah, 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 ab- absolutely. Now, uh, I believe 
So the song that is played when they are in the potion factory piece, mm-hmm. they get in there. Yeah. And they are escaping. Now, it, the song is Ever Fall, Ever Fallen in Love. Yep, yep, yep. But this is the first of the major covers. Because obviously, Ever Fallen in Love is a very famous Buzzcocks song. Yep. Um, but I think it's by, is it Peter Yorn? Am I right in thinking that? Uh, I'm afraid it's actually Pete Yorn. Pete Yorn. Okay. Yeah. Pete yeah. Nice. And unfortunately, totally that just, it, it just wasn't close enough, mate. I, so I do know a little bit of Pete, Pete or Peter Yorn. I do I, I know a little bit of music. He's, he's, he's good, but this cover was one of his biggest hits. But it, a, a really, really great song, great inclusion. I listened to this song today as I was cycling through Covent Garden. Nice. Um, nice. And it was a fast, upbeat. I really like this version of this song because uh, it's it, 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 it's what a good cover should be. It's a modern take or a modern-esque sounding take on a traditional song. Yep. And I think I think it's a really totally serviceable song. Really great inclusion when they're, particularly that bit when they're running on the giant wheel. Oh, yes. Do you remember yes, that Yes, no, bit? I do. Yeah, I love that. I love that whole sequence, actually. It's great. It's really good. It's great because it? they do the whole Indiana Jones. Yeah, they, they do an Indiana Jones hat thing, don't they? Mm. Puss and Boots, Boots does it. Yeah. Although I don't know why he didn't do it with his boots. Probably because the boots wouldn't have fallen off. Well, yeah. The hat falls off. And also that's not the joke. Cause... Puss and Boots. No, isn't it weird that a cat wears boots? It's very weird. You ever, looked at, about it now? you ever looked at a cat's back legs? They're not staying in boots. No, they're not. They're not. I wonder what the contraption looks like on the inside. <laughs> probably, probably a copious amounts of sticky tape. Sticky tape or yeah. belts and straps. Mm-hmm. Velcro. Maybe screws and bolts. Oh. Maybe they're mechanical. Oh. Christ. Yeah, that would be that would be a, that would be unideal, to say the least. Oh God, now I'm really thinking about it. Yeah. Also, we'll, we'll get to it, but there's a really incredible joke with Puss in Boots later on with the whole cops. You know, remember, remember the cops sequence? Oh, yeah. What the fuck Cat that is? That is genuinely... Oh, that's not mine. Uh, that's that is, uh, not mine. <laughs> that is genuinely... That whole sequence is so funny. I, Will I, they get away I know, with I it? Or did somebody let the cat out of the bag? I know. <laughs> I know that was funny because my dad laughed at that one. Yeah. I was like, well, he's laughing. It must be funny. Yeah. I didn't get it at the time, but looking back, it's brilliant. It's so funny. Time for the boys and steel to show these people what's what. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight on Nights. <laughs> is it, that's what it yeah, called? Yeah, it's called it? Nights. That's Fucking How'd you like hilarious. my announcer voice? I was just hearing myself in the headphones, yeah, and I was like, "That's it, all right, nice and deep." Yeah. yeah. Ooh, I wasn't planning on getting an erection tonight, ooh. but ooh. <laughs> oh, I always aim to please. <laughs> you can keep that in. I don't care. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. So <laughs> I'm totally thrown. Um, I'm totally pissed. Next, <laughs> I know. Right. Next, we have. Ah, now I know what we have next because next we have the inclusion of a character. The character is in the bar. Now we have obviously the ugly stepsisters in the bar, mm-hmm. in the kind of the bar of the villains, which I absolutely adore. But who is playing the piano? None other than uh, Captain James. Oh, Cook. hang on. I believe oh, sorry, you missed, missed a song. Ah, oh, shit on it. Have I actually? Yeah, because he's got to transform into sexy Shrek before that, and he has a little strut through town. 
No, no, we've not got to changes yet. We've not got to changes yet. We've not got to changes. But then he's depressed in the bar after he's transformed. No, because you first are introduced to the bar with I like my town with a little drop of poison. Oh, you've got me. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a little oh, drop of poison. You're just too good. You're too you're too good at the Shrek. <laughs> I too. know my Shrek that too. Was, I know my Shrek too. That was like top, <laughs> top level. That's top level. I want to Because applaud. you are because you're introduced to the, the villain bar in a couple of different stages. And the first one is, yeah, we we introduced to Captain Hook, who's playing the piano, if you remember, with with the, the, the left hand with his hand and the right hand with his hook. Yeah, I think that I think that's hilarious. That that now, that is the joke that my my dad laughed at the most in this movie. Oh, the fact that Captain fun. Hook played the piano and he was howling for like ten minutes. That's fun. Now, <laughs> do you know who voices Captain Hook and sings the song? I don't. Famous American musician and songwriter Tom Waits. Are you kidding? Tom Waits oh. does that. He sings the song "I Like My Town" with a little drop of poison, which is a great song. It's on the soundtrack. They only play a very small part of it in the film. Yep listen to it it's very funny it's very um malevolent Mm -hmm. i guess is the right word for it um obviously talked a long time ago about tom waits my probably one of my most favorite musical music in movies being the ballad of buster scrubs yeah i believe you did that what episode two one episode one was episode episode one first episode yeah in fact it was one of the first ones because it truly is an an incredible music movie film and it's something that just Every, I mean, I watched that. That movie did did something to me. I don't know what. I don't know what it did something to me. But Tom Waits is a fantastic musician. Strongly encourage anyone who's not stumbled across Tom Waits too. Uh, and yeah, a fun little inclusion and a fun little guest um, voice actor role in Shrek too. Now you also mentioned another song that you thought that i made up or uh, sorry i thought i got it wrong i didn't make it up <laughs> i didn't make but it up, that no. was no I, de- I wish i did but that was obviously changes yeah now changes i honestly don't think i can remember who sung changes but i do know that changes did have uh a guest inclusion so changes was I get mixed up because it was either it was either Dashboard Confessional or Butterfly Butcher, but it was one of those two. I think it was Butterfly, Butterfly. Boucher. Boucher, I say Butcher. I fucking butchered that. Didn't you I? did. <laughs> there he is. But but uh, very famously, this was actually one of the first times that I really sat up at the sound of David Bowie because yep. David Bowie features in this. Obviously, he famously wrote this song mm-hmm. and performed this song, Changes, which is an incredible song yeah but is it is it their version is it their duet is it david bowie and butterfly boucher that is featured in the movie or is it ozzy osbourne and his daughter wait what yeah because ozzy osbourne and his daughter kelly is it kelly osbourne i think it's kelly osbourne they did no they did a version of changes no change so changes by ozzy osbourne and kelly osbourne i know you're talking about that was in 2006 and it was uh or seven but it, no it's a totally different song it's a totally different song it's 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 the song's called changes but it's totally different there's nothing uh similar to i thought they David did Bowie's this changes. song no 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 it's 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 uh it's totally totally different it's a slower it's a ballad and it was about kelly growing up and ozzy sort of facing facts with it it was totally different oh well i've just made yeah. a lot of stuff look all right to it. 
No, no, no. But you've made me look very, very knowledgeable. So uh, yes. you know what I mean? Swings and roundabouts. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm joking. I'm absolutely. Joking. Um, in fact, on that note as well, though, so Changes was also used, the sample track for Eminem's album Changes um, that he did when he sang a very similar style ballad where he rapped to him and how his daughter Haley had grown up. And they used that Eminem and Kelly, and Kelly um, sorry, they used the Ozzy Osbourne and Kelly Osbourne song uh, or the, the 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 chorus of that song as the chorus of Eminem's song did for I, him and Haley. Did I, did I tell you I went to university with uh, Haley Eminem? You did, didn't you? Because that's in Michigan, of yeah. course. I mean, it's a it's a Michigan state. I mean, it's a student population of about ninety thousand, so I didn't ever meet her. But you know, we were no. there at the same time. <laughs> Whatever. Were you I'm actually counting. really? Yeah, hundred percent. Everyone knew where she lived. It was really weird. <laughs> Tell me more about this. Everyone knew where she lived. Yeah, she had. I mean, like, was she, had, a... she had an apartment above a really cool bar eatery called Hopcat. Okay. And it, it was a really, really great bar. Michigan's really like renowned for its beer. So, like, we've got hundreds of different beers yeah, uh, in this place. And they do, like, amazing bar food, like poutines and, you know, cheesy fries and Ooh, all that. And uh, and there was Medium, this kind of upper-end high-rise of apartments. And I believe that Haley M&M was... Well, Haley Marshall, I think. Haley Marshall, whatever. Um, was in the penthouse of that. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> no, nah, I know you don't. Could you imagine? I mean, like, how weird must that be? I mean, she must not be able to go out without guys like trying to be like, "Hey, I'll be your, I'll be your no, prince charming," right. just so they could meet her dad. Yeah, but pretend you're that guy. There's yeah, a exactly. voice in your That's head that. going, "Eminem could hurt me." Nah, I'm sure he wouldn't hurt you, but you would just... He could, you, though. All, all Eminem... No, he's very public, though. Imagine that. Imagine that in the headlines. All all, all it would need to do to break someone who's a huge Eminem fan is for Eminem to go, nah. And you... Because he is huge. Yeah. I mean, he is enormous. huge. He's the only rap oh, artist well, I actually like. And that was his market. That was his marketing uh, value. We'll get to eight mile one day. We will. We get will. To yeah, hundred we'll percent. Um. Anyway, back to it. David Bowie appre- uh, appears in ch- this version of Butterfly Boucher's Changes, and a, a great. But as you said, I don't know if in the film you can hear David Bowie or not. You definitely can on the soundtrack, and it is marvelous. It's such a good cover. Yeah. It is a really, really good cover of this song. All the covers are good. This one in particular, I just love it. But would this be a cover? Because it is a duet, isn't it? Or did David Bowie write it as a solo song? Well, he wrote, wrote it and performed it as a solo song. Yeah. So, so it's not changes. So so it's not a "Don't Go Breaking My Heart" kind of situation. No, he no he wrote it himself. Yeah. Performed it himself in the original track. Uh, in in hero of I I uh, not just fucking heroes isn't it um uh changes changes turn and face the str- he sung the whole thing in the original version all right fair enough but butterfly Boucher sing the 
the the vast majority of the still don't know what I was looking for and my time yeah, yeah. was running. So they, they sing that. But David Bowie comes in for that. I watch the ripples change the sound, yeah, yeah. but never leave. Yeah. No, but yeah, because it's definitely, it, it sounds right as a duet, which is why, yes, it which is why I asked the question. Was it originally a duet or was it a solo song? No, it was originally a solo song. Okay, there we go then. Yeah, originally a solo song by by Bowie. Um, But I I like it. I like it. And obviously, it's a great secret. It's funny, in fact. I actually even called a member of my... um, A a guy who I work with, a guy in the office, um, came in today because he was making a big presentation and... um, he came in. He's a he's a he's a guy. He looks after himself. He's pretty trim. He's been at a gym or two. Um, nice, and nice, nice. He, he nice, and he had his hair cut and stuff. And he had a shirt on. And I said to him, I said, literally, as soon as I saw him, I went, "Fucking hell, you look like Shrek after he drank the potion." <laughs> <laughs> but of course, all my colleagues That's just genuinely heard you, like, such a great compliment. And uh, exactly, but all of my colleagues went. How did you just, why did you just call him Shrek? I went, no, no, no. Have you not seen Shrek 2? It's a lovely little bit because they do ch- ch- yeah. changes and he drinks the potion and they never fall in love. And oh. Cute button nose. Cute ears. Long cute wavy button. locks. <laughs> Top round buttocks. Buttocks. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do that. <laughs> that was really good. I Thank you. <laughs> Um, I don't know any of the songs, but I can do the lines. You can do the lines. Um, Oh, fuck. What do we have next? So, so I mean, so there is a couple of end credits songs before we get to the main ones, because the end credits ones are You're So True by Joseph. No. Yes. Is it? Yes. Is it Joseph Arthur? Too good, mate. Is it actually? So You're So True by Joseph Arthur. And you also have, so You're So True is, I think, is a lovely, lovely song. I think it's so good. Um, There is also something that I remember is there's a song called um, On My Way, and it's not the Proclaimer song. So, again, there is On My Way, which plays during the credits. Yeah. But I don't know who sings On My Way. Rich Price. Rich Price, okay, I couldn't Rich agree with that. It's one. a I've, lovely track. I love. It is really nice. I love listening to it. It's the song. I don't know where it is in the movie. It's it's an end credits one. It's, it's an a credits, credits one. Yeah, right. it's end credit end credits. But there's a modulation as well near the end. I like it. Yeah, it's a pretty sudden one as well, isn't it? It just kind of like hits you like a freight train. You know the me. I love also, those freight train modulations. And the ending of that song also is quite abrupt, I think, for On My Way. What a niche song to be talking about. I know. <laughs> no, but um, I think You're So True by Joseph Arthur is, I think that's my favorite out of the two end credit songs that play. I think it's a really, really great song. I think it's really wholesome. It's uh, it's it's a very um, uh, melodic. What's the, what's it? Um, oh, um, uh, uh, uh. It's very perfect cadence. Do you know right. what I mean? There's, there's no imperfect. There's no imperfection with it. When it finishes, it just, it just, fe- it's like a, it's like a natural progression to this. Yep. I don't know. It just feels right. It yeah. just feels. You right. don't have to over-explain it. No, like, I don't. The feeling it just is feels, fine. It's great. I like. It's great. I like the tingly feelings that that song gives me. <laughs> of is course. that what you want to hear? Top-notch journalism, mate. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, but anyway, I wanted to get those two out of the way yep, because yep, yep. so that we could get to 
the main two features and i say the main two features because i think there's only main specific main one feature uh would you agree or have I missed anything else before we get to them? Well, we briefly talked about Captain Hook's other song, but we didn't actually get to it in... Oh, People Just Ain't No Good. Yeah. Oh, People Just Ain't No Good. Of course, I forgot about yep, that. Yep, yep, yep. By? Uh, Tom Waits again, mm, is it not? Nope. Oh, he plays uh, Captain Hook, so maybe it's not him doing that. Nope. Um, I don't know. Um, oh, it's it's fucking, it's not Tom Waits. It's Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And I totally didn't I didn't, didn't see love didn't see Nick you um, didn't, didn't see you playing around with your laptop trying to find that answer. <laughs> I had to find that one. I'll be honest, but because I knew that that was Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Don't worry, don't worry, listeners. It, it has been a hundred percent up till now. Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, because I. I couldn't write down because so so I've I've got a real I've got a real love love relationship with Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. They're the a band love love that, relationship. Never yeah, heard of because, one of those before. No, the reason why is because they're the band that anytime you're at a party or anytime you're somewhere and someone's like, oh, just stick some music on. You're like, what do you want to listen to? Anything. Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Go to guaranteed. Everyone's gonna go fucking love this song oh i know this song i recognize this song they are the best and i just i could not let them down for that one for that run he's in nick cave he's such a great performer he's so good and i love it i i just love it i love it so much and that song is uh, people just ain't no good is it's almost Smiths-esque quality in lyricism yeah. and songwriting and Morrissey-esque lyricism. Like, it's it's just Morrissey. Yeah. It's Nick Cave, Morrissey, that whole era. And I, love I very much appreciate that the attention to detail in the animation of this bit meant that Captain Hook was playing the right notes. Oh, was he really? He was playing the right notes on the piano, and I absolutely love that. It's the bit because the song comes in, the first visual you see of captain hook playing it's it it goes um uh, he goes people just ain't no good and then do 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 and you see the da 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 and he rolls this hook over he goes bum 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 oh that's nice and it's really nice and on the piano it's the right it's the right notes and i really appreciate that i know you do Oh, but oh. isn't it just, it's just people just ain't no, oh man, the songs in this are so fucking, they've done so much thought, you think about it, you've got Nick Cave, you've got Tom Waits, you've got David Bowie, yeah. or Bowie, yeah. uh, you, 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 you've got such hard hitters for the soundtrack of this Absolutely. like genuinely all you need is a more eels all you need is a morrissey song in there and you've got like that exact whole because that is the genre isn't it yeah 100%. eels eels morrissey nick cave tom waits they are all a, the exact like they fall under the same and david bowie yeah. they all fall under the same they're from the same era they do the same style of music they're from the same upbringing same songwriting they are all so similar that, that that's like your that's like your bog standard like robin Ince playlist who's a fit, very famous british writer 
yep. comedian, very funny, tours with Brian Cox. I listen to a lot of the stuff Robin Ince does, but everyone that I've just named there is his favorite artist. And I follow Robin Ince on everything he does. And he's just, he's, he's, he, he, that, he nothing supports, like original thought, eh? <laughs> uh, I follow him in everything he does, but he supports Ricky Gervais, who I also love. But every, you know, you know, when you just see a human and he just, everything he says and does, you go, ah, that was right. Yeah. No, I know exactly what you mean. And and his music taste is is no different. Well remembered with uh, people just ain't no good. Oh, uh, well, I have the track list up in front of me okay, and I've been cool. following it relentlessly. So we get to the final two. Yes, 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 yes. And Alex, I've got a question for you, mate. Oh, go on. Where have all the good men gone and where are all the gods? Where's the streetwise Hercules to fight the rising odds. Oof. No idea, mate. No idea. I, 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 Isn't there a white I, knight? Nah, a pot of fiery steeds. Mm, I mean, late late at night, uh-huh. I, I toss and I turn. And I bet you dream of what you need. I, I do dream of what I need. <laughs> and you know what I need, Callum. Tell me what I now need. What, now, what is the key that this song is in, that they sing? A minor? C minor, put it in C minor. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I recorded A minor. You recorded C minor, C, C minor, put it in C minor, which it's is correct. how she starts. I it. Love Jennifer that. Saunders, she, it, it's so brilliant how she she's got the thing on the stage. Nails it's it like a, as well. It, do you know what it is? Because it's, it's absolutely slagging off that cruise ship. It's that cruise ship um, show performer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, I, I almost wanted to say uh, something like. There's a little something I whipped up, whipped up in the Caribbean. It's that. It's <laughs> that. It's like the cruise ship or Las Vegas performer. It's like Las Vegas more. Yeah. Oh, man alive. And then... And she has a fantastic singing voice. She really does. Like, out of this world good. It's yeah. so good. And the whole sequence where Shrek, as a human, is assaulting the castle. I, I just love it. It's just fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, it is. It it's is great. So with the, the giant gingerbread man, again taking every joke it can to be the Terminator, Arnold Schwarzenegger, yes. and it's like this is a kids' movie. How many kids are getting that joke? And then, but also, and then you've got the lead up to that with the whole Pinocchio thing with the Mission Impossible. Oh yeah, the Mission Impossible Pinocchio oh. bit, and again the sort of kind of societal jokes as well. Like finally, we get to the Starbucks joke. That I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, yes, yes. which I absolutely love, which is when uh, Mongo is it is it politically correct that they that they this. called the giant gingerbread man Mongo? <laughs> but it is it is without doubt. Again, we talked about the meme of the perfectly looking eggs in Shrek one, but the meme of when you and your drunk mate are about to do something, and the subtitles are after you, Mongo. <laughs> <laughs> it's great but i love it when he goes he sees a starbucks on the strip and he tries to and he tries to rip the big starbucks cup off and oh and the godzilla sound isn't yeah, yeah it? and it's godzilla and but all the punters in the starbucks run out of the starbucks and run into another starbucks on the other side of the street oh that's so funny which is uh which is a commentary on the on the monopoly oh. and consumerism in our society mm. Very I just thought very, it was. Very, I just thought it was very, very funny. I especially like the one guy who's sprinting across as fast as he can, but he's necking his coffee as he goes, and, yeah. and he chucks his cup away, and he just and he just runs straight into the the other Starbucks. It's brilliant. But the but the the whole bit of 
I need a hero. I'm going. It's like, epic, it, isn't it? It, it's, it is it, really it epic. It is so like, it's, epic. And then when it does like, the instrumental an... bit and Puss yeah. in Boots jumps dun, off the... Dun, dun, just dun, dun, jumps dun, off dun, the... Dun, dun, and he says, today I repay my debt. And you're really invested. You're like, yeah. Yes, go on. It is... I mean, it is, it is the level of... I mean, like, you're teetering into Portal's territory. Uh, I mean... You're whoa. teetering into all the characters coming together and getting you hyped as anything. Yeah. Like, you're teetering into... Well, more so that than any other music movie scene that you have. Like, the the inclusion of I Need a Hero specifically for the fact that he's be, he is being the hero... He's trying to get his girl back. I love it. I would I say it. it's on par, function-wise and feeling-wise, to Don't Let Me Be Misunderstood. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. I would say so, yes. Yeah, yeah in terms of like the hype. Yeah, the, hype. yeah the, the absolute hype and song choice for the setting. You're like, this makes no sense, but I love it. Yeah. But weirdly, they kind of fold it all in. Yeah. I mean, and and don't get us wrong, listeners. Like we're serious. Like Shrek Dead serious. two, Shrek two. I'm sorry. The original score, and we obviously we we talked a little bit about that. I forget the name of the composer. John uh, Powell. John. And John. Ha- no, it's, it wasn't. It wasn't John Powell for this one. It was just Harry um, Williams. No, surely not. Yeah. So surely if you look not. The, if you look into the score, I'm gonna. Oh, maybe. I'm gonna I'm Google. Sh- I'm sure. I'm sure it was uh, just um, Harry Williams. Harry Gregson Williams. Harry Gregson Williams, yeah. Jump to score. Oh, fuck me, you're right. <laughs> yeah, it was. Ju- it, I'm sure it was just Harry Gregson Williams that did this one. Um, I mean, fair enough. I know everything about Shrek. <laughs> you know everything, genuinely. Honestly. I don't think, I genuinely don't think you've pre-known this level of detail yeah, for an episode. I know so I know so much detail about this, the music and the movie. This because it is really good. Like it's re- like like, and I, I I can't emphasize this enough. As a music, it used in movie, the score and the song choices are pretty much ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Because then of yeah. course, then of course we get "Living the Vida Loca." Living the Vida Loca, which is obviously the tie-in from the last summer special, which is Ricky Martin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but it's obviously Antonio Banderas and Eddie Murphy just blasting it out of the box. I, I mean, ama- amazing, amazing. And then you see all the characters. You obviously, Lord Harold, John Cleese dancing, uh, or he's now the frog, obviously, which is the twist at the end. John Cleese yeah. is so funny in this as yeah, well. Yeah, he is, isn't he? And uh, and and obviously, and Prince Charming, who was also uh, was it Rupert Grint as well, who's played not Ru- Rupert Everett, not Rupert Rupert Grint. Everett. I get them mixed up. They look so similar. <laughs> yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. Um, but similar to Shrek One, we have a little mm. bonus feature in Shrek Two, don't we? Far, far away, idol. I don't think I saw this. Did you, or wait, I did see it. You, oh, Far Far Away um, Idol was a big feature on our DVD, like our DVD ritual watching experience in our house. Oh, we this is where the they Far, were. Far Far Away Idol, and they had Simon Cowell in there. It was oh, really I funny. think I do remember this. Yes, I do remember now, this. I have a list of all the songs featured in Far Far Away Idol. Oh, Can I could you... not. No, not, not even a begin. single one. Not even single. Sh- shall one. I fire through? Shall reason. I fire through them really quickly? 
Yeah, go for okay, it. Okay, Disco Inferno by Oh, I Burn by baby. the Tramps, sung by and, and Donkey. These, these boots are made for walking. Uh, by, well, uh, I'm just I'm gonna go through boots. it in order. I'm okay. gonna go through it in order. We've got Mister Roboto, sung by Pinocchio. Pinocchio, yes. Yeah. Got girls Donald just Arigato. girls just wanna have fun, sung by Doris, the ugly stepsister. <laughs> yes, I remember that. Yes, Hungry Like the Wolf by Duran Duran, sung by the Three Pigs and the Big Bad Wolf. Brilliant. Absolutely. I'm Too Sexy, sung oh, by that was Prince, Prince Charming. Charming. Yeah, Prince absolutely. Charming, yes. I Can See Clearly Now, sung by the Three Blind Mice. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Sugar Sugar, sung by... Uh, that's Gingerbread, Gingerbread Man. Man. Yeah. yeah. Hooked on a Feeling by Blue Suede, sung by Captain Hook. I need to watch this again. You I've do. not watched that in ages. I, I think I watched it once. Captain Hook. These boots are made for walking, Boots though? are made for I walking, did... Puss and Boots. Yeah, Puss and Boots. And What I Like About You by The Romantics, sung by, by Shrek, Shrek and Fiona. Shrek and Fiona. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. And then I, finally, I I... the best one, which was Simon Cowell himself singing My Way by Frank Sinatra. Oh, wow. It is so good. I remember, I remember it, but I didn't watch that nearly as much as Shrek's Super Dance Party in Start <laughs> One. I need to rewatch that. In fact, I'm actually, I'm actively will watch this after we finish the recording this evening. Brilliant! I love I it. I love will. that. I love that good decision making. Uh, and obviously, then, as you said, Live and La Vida Loca, Ricky Martin, the two of them sing. What I like about Live and La Vida Loca is if you listen to it on the track list, they're obviously singing it in character for the first verse, but the second verse. Eddie uh, Antonio Bandaras and Eddie Murphy really are going for it. Like they're really putting on their like American singing voices. Yeah. But you don't hear that in the in the movie. It's no, you don't. It's, it's, only the it's when the movie stuff stops and you only hear it on the soundtrack. And then th- there's a bit of like a disconnect for it for me, and I'm not sure I yeah. like it. Why do they do it? I don't know. Just stay in your voice. I don't know. Stay in your voice. Stay in your leg. Yeah. Absolutely. Hundred anyway. percent. Uh, but that, I believe, unless you have any further points to make, concludes our thorough notes. Very thorough. That was quite on Shrek Two. Quite good. That I, I really want to watch it. I, were, I, I really, really want to watch. Wanna watch, I watch Shrek One and Shrek Two. Yeah, because we've not because this is the first time that we've done this where we haven't rewatched the movies. There, I mean, these movies are just so ingrained in me. Yeah, no, they really are. They really are. I really want to watch these to the point now where talk to the audience now for a hot second because I'm going to check if they're on fa- uh, on Netflix because they're on Netflix. I'm going to download them for the train. Oh, do it. Abs- oh, absolutely man. do it. Excellent, excellent. Hang on. Talk to them. Tell everyone about your favorite book or sandcastle that you built once. Right. Well, I made a sandcastle. It was a lovely sandcastle. It had a turret. In fact, I believe it might have had two. And um Okay, I'm back. Okay. It was a shite sandcastle. <laughs> uh, I'm on the UK Netflix as we speak. But whilst I'm doing that, Alex, shall we move forward? Well, before we move forward, I feel like uh, I feel like we need to give Shrek to its dues and its dude two mm-hmm. thumbs up from me. Yeah, two thumbs up. I don't think we did this for Shrek 1. We did, though. we did. We talked about thumbs in the Shrek 1. Or was that in the first oh. recording that we'll never see the light of day? More more than likely. Oh, mate, I've got some bad news for you. What's that? 
Shrek 1 and Shrek 2 are not on the UK Netflix, but Shrek the 3rd is... Oh my days. I know. It's the worst one, not even Shrek, not even Shrek 4. Shrek 4 Shrek 4 is fun. Shrek 4 has Rumpelstiltskin and he's Quite and he's clearly brilliant. They've been listening to us. Goodness. It's not going to be on Amazon surely. I want to have a look now. <laughs> Disney Plus. Disney go buy Dreamworks so we can have right. have our cake and eat it. Right. We, I forget what I said last week. I don't care about monopolies. <laughs> Give me Shrek. <laughs> Anyway, I've got a couple of things to bring to moving forward. If you are yeah, quite done, I am quite done. Let's let's moving let's do forward. It. Let's move. Oh, we did two something. I have watched two things recently. Yeah. Uh, both of them I would give a strong recommendation for, but I'm going to throw it to you before I gob away at these two things. Have you got anything that you want to bring to moving forward? I actually do not. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, on the UK Netflix, uh, a new series of a, of a TV show that I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy and have um, enforced that Alex watch... Um, has just dropped. Now, Alex, this is directly to you. Listeners, you can help me with this. I have now told you for two incredible TV series that are on UK Netflix, mm -hmm. one being mm -hmm. FX's own Fargo and the other being uh, Netflix's own uh, Dark. Yes, I have heard of this. Now, Dark is, uh, I guess, a sci-fi thriller based... I don't even want to give you away because I don't want to. I don't want to tell you when it's set. I don't want to tell you what it's about. But what I will yeah, because I actually is, know nothing. I do. No, I do know nothing. And I went into this TV series knowing absolutely nothing about it, and I was so pleasantly surprised. The characters, the story, the emotion, the music, and I firmly believe the introduction music, the theme tune for it. And the, the sequence opening is the best intro for a TV show I've seen, potentially better than Game of Thrones. And get, I love the Game of Thrones intro. I, mm -hmm, I just, I mm -hmm. watch it, and I'm sure you're the same. Regardless of the episodes, I'll always watch it. I'll always watch the intro for Game of Thrones. I don't Thrones. know. It's been, it's been so long since I've even thought about Game of Thrones, let alone watched it. it. It was very quickly. It fell from grace oh, awfully quickly, I, didn't it? I don't, I don't want to put too, too fine a point on it, but it went the way of Twilight. As far as people caring about it goes. Or heroes are lost. Exactly. It, it, all those things that were just the top of the hype. The, the mm. top of the hype. And then as soon as they finished, everyone stopped caring about it. But all I want to say is that Dark, as a TV series, there is a song in it um, by a band called Apparat. And Apparat, I believe, are a German band. And the song is called Goodbye. Okay. And this song is, as I say, this is the song that's used as the intro to the TV series Dark, and it is a beautiful introduction. It's um, it's it's all done through mirrors and reflection, and almost like through a sort of Rorschach scope esque. Oh, okay, piece. fair enough. Um, 
but it is it, it it's hauntingly beautiful because the TV series is hauntingly beautiful and the characters are and I was saying this to Maddie when you watch this and listen back to this episode once you have watched it everyone in the show is fueled by love every decision every character makes is fueled by love and when you implement that level of decision making to your characters in a show you very quickly find yourself in a situation where you don't fall foul to typical plot lines or plot holes because you believe every decision a character makes okay okay it is so this is a hard recommend then this is like hard. the hardest recommend i would say to you mate this is probably the hardest recommend i've ever given you ah, and i would right. say okay a little bit more so than here we go well i was gonna ask that i'm gonna watch a little I'm going, bit more i'm going oh, to watch no no no. The, right i am going to watch one of these shows and the other show i will never watch which show am i watching don't give don't give me that bullshit yeah. right no okay. no no yeah okay, gonna, okay, no okay. gun to the head well, okay 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 so gun to the head right because i love it and it's so niche and it's german and it's oh it's mine i would say watch fargo <laughs> Because that way I can keep dark to myself. It's my own little treasure. Oh. But I know, but I know, I know for a fact you will prefer Dark over Fargo. I know it's more akin to you. Right. Okay. So I'll be watching Dark then. Watch Dark, mate. Watch it because we've okay. we're we're halfway through season two and it blows our mind. It's quite confusing. I won't lie, but I you're a smart bloke. <laughs> you can figure it out. <laughs> Thanks for the heads um, up. But I, how much time do we have left? Oh, none. We got a bit of time. I, <laughs> oh, we got none left. No, we don't. Yeah, you're right. We're, we're running short. Well, I'll tell you what. The, the other the other thing that I want to bring to moving forward is a movie that I also saw with probably one of the best soundtracks that I've seen. And in fact, I think it's going to be my next movie. Mm. Yeah. So I'm going to give you a bit of homework to do after this. We're a movie that I know you will love. I know you will love it. Uh, it's a very, very new movie released in 2020, oh. starring one of my most favorite comedians of all time, which is the fantastic Bill Burr. Oh, I thought you were going to say Vin Diesel, Bloodshot. No, it's not Bloodshot. It's not Bloodshot. No, it's not. I was really it's looking forward bloodshot. to watching Bloodshot. <laughs> it's not, it's not. Uh, so instead of making that as a moving forward, I'm going to make that as a full-blown segment. Oh my goodness in, uh, gracious next me. Week's, next week's show. Well, it sounds like I have to watch it then. Yeah, absolutely, mate. You've got a lot of homework to do. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of home, speaking of homework, watched Alex Ryder yet? Yeah, watched a little bit more of it. And yeah, have you watched all of it? I've got a long train journey tomorrow. I'm going to be getting on it. Right. I'm okay. Good. That was a nice little. Reminder. Sorry for sorry if I keep editing things and getting things tidied up and processed. I think that. Well, homework goes both ways, mate. <laughs> No, I will. I will watch it. I will keep watching it. I I really did enjoy it. I need oh, you are. So you are. You are enjoying it. Yeah. No, I am. Good. I, am. I, I I do. I do really enjoy it. I like it. I like the story. I like the character, and I like the idea that there's going to be more because it's good. It's good. It's it, it good. And it's definitely good enough to deserve more. Well, it's good enough to deserve more. And it was like the whole thing with. I mean, uh, we talked a little a little bit about it. The series of unfortunate events. Yeah. And when the movie came out, don't get me wrong, the Jim Carrey movie, I actually really. Liked oh it, yeah, I've got I've got a real soft spot for that. Real movie. soft spot for that, but. It deserved more. And then when the Netflix TV series came out, I jumped head over heels. Yeah. I, I was, I, it was I, wonderful. Neil Patrick, Patrick Harris was, smashed it. He did. He just he smashed yeah. it. Great, great performances. But no, I, I, will, I will get right into it. Goodness. Anyway, that has been a long uh, and quick, at the same time, 
and short but extended run through of Shrek 2. Absolutely. Does thorough, that make though. sense? I, I would go with thorough as well. Thorough but also vague. <laughs> yes. Quick but also long. Yeah. Fast yet slow. I thought you were going to say fa- fast yet furious. Yet tidy. <laughs> oh. Too fast yet too furious. Too fast and too furious. But with the number two instead of the written two. Oh, oh, oh. oh nomenclature. Oh my. I'm turning it on his head. What do they need to do? Oh, I was going to get in there. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you would be ever so kind, I need you to. Um... Oh, sorry. Just There's someone at my door. Hang on, hang on. I'm, I'm coming. Sorry. I'm coming. Oh, hello there. I was just wondering if your listeners would be ever so interested in going into Apple Music or Apple Podcasts, I should say. <laughs> I get them mixed up all the time. I would be ever so remiss if they could go into the Apple Pod. I'm an Irish pirate, don't you know? <laughs> go on to Apple Podcasts, click on the link, give us a five-star reviews, hit that subscribe button. And you can do it in the app. I only just realized it. I couldn't believe it. I will hand the microphone back over to Callum. Have, have you watched Sausage Party? No. What was that? You sound, like the, that? you sound like the potato that gets absolutely shredded up. Anyone that's seen oh. Sausage Party will know what that means. The potato shredded <laughs> The up. potato that gets shredded up. Is there any good music in that film? Um, Is there good music? Uh, no. Okay. no. Not really. Just forget I brought it up. <laughs> back to the plugging but, but please we would we would love it because you can do it in the app it, yeah. i mean it is dead simple i mean it's it's there i mean I, I, and i didn't think it was there but it is there yeah it is i've seen um, it I've seen it in real and life I, a couple of folk have asked uh and i can confirm it is there but you can give us a five-star review we'd love to hear your thoughts on the show uh obviously there is an email as well how they can get in touch with us Alex. yeah that, what does that look like that is motionspod at gmail.com We'd love to hear back from you. Obviously, our friend, um, who's with that ever that that odd tricky situation, we all find ourselves in with the three point five million. Oh, eleven point three. Eleven point three million. Sorry, you know, he's sat in there. Pocket change. Um, yeah, exactly. It's, it's it's fluff. It's pocket fluff. I lose it by the couch all the time. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Um, on a on a completely unrelated note, would you mind if I came round and cleaned your couch cushions? Yeah, no, I, it needs a clean. It okay, needs a clean. Cool. You, whatever you find is yours, mate. Oh, whatever, right, okay, whatever. cool, cool. You know the rule. You know the system, yeah. okay? But the food is mine. Money's yours. That's the rule. <laughs> food is mine. I love couch food. <laughs> very good. That is the show. Is Thank the you show. very much for listening. Thank you very much for uh, listening into our Shrek Spectacular mm-hmm. 1 and 2. We really hope you enjoyed both of these special episodes for the summer. Um, we believe that normal... Um, uh, normal pro uh, programming. programming will and I couldn't say the word I'm like programming as I'm getting slow motion hit in the face with a tuna it will cons- it will resume consume uh, as of I guess after this episode I think after, do you know what after, do? after this episode I do not cool well that's fun I, I believe you've asked me this every week and I never uh-huh. know what I never know what I'm doing the week before I'm, I'm doing it. I'm thoroughly booked up till December 2022. I know that all the order. Oh, you've you've got a, lot, a file a lot somewhere, email. don't you? I know a lot of them are people emailed and I went, "Oh, that's a good one. I'm going to write it down." Oh, that's a good one. I'm going to write it down. Or oh, that's a good one. Someone said this. Anyway, 
let's get out of here because i gotta go to bed yeah man alive i've got a train to get tomorrow you do have a lot of fun thank you exactly thank you very much for listening everyone goodbye all right guys ta-ta 